Hello, and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Chad. And I'm Evan. And today we are talking about the final episode in The Rings of Power. Yep, that was uh, that was an episode of television. That was an episode of television, and I gotta say, I bow before your predictive might. You were right yeah, on Halbrand. I was right. Yep. About halfway through the episode, I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know at the very beginning of the episode, they're like Lord Sauron, and I was like, "No, no, it's yeah. not." They wouldn't just like. I mean, this show definitely has some corny moments, but I knew that there wasn't that wasn't going to be how they revealed Sauron. Totally. Obviously, it's, this show is better than that, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, man, would you have like a 50-50 chance? It seems like a pretty big mistake that you mistook him for the other extremely powerful being that's the opposite of the one you thought he yeah, was. That is weird. Like, seems like something you'd want to make sure of. And who are they? I don't I have no idea. They're not anymore though, right? He like turned them into butterflies. Turn them into moths. Moths, yeah. I mean, that's Gandalf, right? For sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I called the I no one's gonna believe me, but I really I did. I was sitting on my couch and I was like, he's gonna say, follow your nose. He's gonna say it. He's gonna say it. And then he totally did. It's I mean, it could be a I red herring. From the beginning. You did, yeah. Uh it could be a oh, red herring. Um, I don't know. This show really likes to kind of fake fake us out. Totally. So he's definitely Gandalf. He's probably Gandalf. Like, I mean, it's no, it's surely he's they're going to the east, though. And I think that's where the blue wizards were hanging around. So I still it could be a blue wizard, but it's probably Gandalf. I think Poppy should have gone with Nori. I kind of thought so, too. That, that was so I mean, I guess like Poppy, because there was like that line where like, oh, maybe you should be the pathfinder or whatever. And Poppy was like, oh, maybe that's what I'm going to do. Right. And it was like, well, you know who else could use a Pathfinder? Yeah, it was weird because Nori or Poppy was just like, what am I going to do without you? Like, I can't do this alone. Like, everybody I love leaves me. And Nori's just like, see ya. And it's Peace. like, wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I really thought that Nori was going to say, okay, well, just come with me. Me too. But they were clearly positioning her to become like the new pathfinder for the tribe right but it was like yeah. man i kind of thought it was going to be like a poppy eleanor set out with the big man yeah that would have been fun yeah like a frodo sam sort of thing you know we didn't have any of durin in this episode no bronwyn theo or arandir i guess yeah. we just don't need to tell them that sauron's going back to the southlands just don't need to communicate that Sildur can also like be trapped under a house for a whole <laughs> season break <laughs> that's fine <laughs> no, like shifting of the woods or something to like hint at him being alive, whatever. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was a weird episode. That was, was a weird it was episode. It's a weird season altogether. It's not bad. I would watch it again and I'm going to watch the second season. For sure. Obviously. It's so funny though. You know, you said it best in the episode before this. It's like a, it's like a sine wave. It's just, <laughs> you know, in the very beginning of this episode, they're like, oh, our Lord Sauron. And I was on the couch just kind of making this face. You know, if I could have seen it, I'm sure it would have been a weird looking, I mean, just total incredulity. And then they switch right to them riding to a Region, and it was gorgeous. Just gorgeous. this beautiful skybox and just the colors and so vibrant. Sweeping vista. Ah, but then it's just like more weirdness and just like clumsy dialogue and editing. And like they cut from, I can't remember what they cut from, but it was in middle earth and then they cut to Isildur's daughter like looking into the palantir or something was that and then his it daughter? cuts yeah oh yeah. okay i know okay. like which seemed pretty bold we, i forgot her name i don't know it was weird that was that was also weird and then it just cuts back 
And it's just so all over the place. Yeah. And like the king's like, she's like fully aware the king is hallucinating. He called her the queen, which she's not. And then she's like, mm, I'm still going to like go check out what you wanted to show the queen, though. It's funny. That's what happens in House of the Dragon, too, where the king thinks that, oh, that yeah. someone else is someone else. But whatever, that doesn't matter. Maybe you could explain this. What did Elendil see when they get back to Numenor? And she's like, what do you see? And asks him like five times, which he never answered. <laughs> okay. So that was weird because. It, so all the banners are black and then Farazan before was saying we're going to have to switch all the banners around or whatever um, so the king was dead that was kind of I think their way of showing that, wow, that Numenor that was, so... was like in, in mourning or whatever yeah and it's weird because Muriel is blind you'd think that Elendil would say some sort of line both for Muriel and the audience like yeah. oh they switched out all the banners uh, Something must have gone wrong. Or, you know, that was just odd. I rewound it three times and I was like, I don't get it. Well, I mean, the, the Numenorean like colors, uh, all the heraldry was like blue and gold, right? Like, and man, so they're just expecting everyone to notice that. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, was, it was weird. It was very weird. Yeah, like if like a Hogwarts house changed color or something, I would notice. But like, you know, the Numenor, whatever. You know? <laughs> but yeah, Halbrand is Sauron. Um you know, <laughs> think of it as a gift. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. It's okay. So weird. He's like, he's like, what a, what an interesting suggestion. He's like, think of it as a gift. Like, no, I'm going to think of it as a suggestion, which is what it was. And wow. Dude, and you're really obviously evil. Yeah. How does Calabrimbor, like a master smith, not know what alloy is? That yeah, was so like, weird. Sing to metals. What? Yeah. And then they're trying it again, and he's just like. Oh man, maybe we're I, we I, I can't figure this out. It's all over. And then Hal Brown steps in again and he says, we, "Maybe we need to be a little more gentle with it." And Keller Brimbor is just like, "Who is this guy? This guy yeah. rocks!" And like, it's what does that so even stupid. mean when talking about metal? Be more gentle with it. Like, put less force. Yeah, less force. They were they were using too that. much force. It was too much force. Yeah, but like you'd think along the, it was too much. along the path it was too much. to too much, no, you would have used no. less already. It was like, too much. It was too much. What? Okay. It was too much. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. I don't know. There's just like some things that are a little like, well, like the the side of the forge, the tower has vines crawling up it. It's like, didn't the dwarves just build that like a couple of weeks ago? How does it have vines covering its entire hundred foot side already? I think I don't know if that's the exact. I think that's the old blacksmith, uh, like oh, Kelbrimbor's office or whatever. The one they Maybe built not. specifically for that. That's like Maybe a whole thing it? that they got the dwarves for, right? Maybe the dwarves just uh, put. Vines on the side for aesthetic? Maybe so, yeah. Maybe yeah. So. That was a sweet uh, forge, though. Like, every Smithy's wet dream. Pulls, like, a rope, it opens up. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, that was radical. I guess we should we should talk about Galadriel. <laughs> yeah. I love how, once again, they made her riding horse, riding face into a meme. Like, man, can we just not have <laughs> I a love it. Lean into it. I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> riding in slow motion is really, like, serious. I'm so tired of her serious looks. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's weird that she finds out it's Sauron and then doesn't tell anybody. What? But also, I guess it makes sense because she doesn't want to. I mean, <laughs> everyone to know it's her bad. It would make her look really, really bad. But I mean, come on, Gladriel. Everyone at risk. Yeah, like maybe say something. And then Elrond fi figures it out. And then he comes up right. and they share like a weird look. And then yeah. there's like these rings. And that was all just and very she weird. She left the scroll in the water? Like the one piece of proof she has. I mean, she was going like, through what? a lot. Wow, you left it in the river. You'd think the proof of your statement 
would be like really important. I don't, I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah. And like a weird inconsistency there too, because um, she's clearly aware that Sauron can like control her mind to a certain extent and like make her see things that aren't yeah. there. And then she is pulled out of the water by Elrond and then questions Elrond. Like, how did we meet as though Sauron wouldn't be able to know that information as yeah, well. Like, asked, in addition, like, how'd you meet Galadriel? Like, like well, in addition to him, under like knowing the conversation that her and her brother had had like all those years ago, it's, I don't. It was just, yeah, it seems like a really stupid. What's going question. on? Like this is just like really weird. There's so many like weird little like isms in there that are they're so plentiful that they pull me from enjoyment of the show. Like I'm sitting here thinking about the tower's vines when I should be like stoked about the rings being made, and it's like I don't know. There's just weird little things. I mean that that could be a you problem just for just you know that's a pretty hard nitpick. You know? But I mean, not really. They just made this tower and it's covered in vines. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't That's know. crazy. Nah. <laughs> it's weird that I noticed that and not the banner color, but whatever. <laughs> that is, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, this, this is, uh, that was just not, not a very good last episode of this show. Really this show had some definite high points for me, especially the episode where the volcano explodes and everything. And that was probably yeah. the best episode in the whole for season. Sure. Um, I think the first couple episodes were pretty solid too. Um, setting everything up pretty well and then once it's once it gets rolling i mean i feel like we just spent seven episodes kind of just not doing a whole lot and then we yeah. crammed everything into the very last episode that's kind of how the season feels put. yeah beautifully put i i totally feel the same uh, okay so let me just get this straight sauron's plan is to get these three rings or two but now three rings um sidebar weird that the thwarting of his plan is to make more of his plan like what okay yeah and also um, you know she said like one ring something is something and then two yeah, rings divide it and it's like wait wouldn't three rings divide two like why wouldn't three rings divide it seems like more division like <laughs> yeah no i literally wrote it down she's like one one always corrupts two divides and three is for balance and it was like uh, is that like a general rule or like a magical rule because like it will one egg corrupt faster than three like what, what does that even mean like yeah and why would three be balanced i mean uh even in, like in space uh if three uh, celestial bodies are near each other their their orbits are all out of sync and totally weird the and... teeter-totter gets balanced with two people like yeah that was odd <laughs> it's just like they're trying to be profound and again end up distracting me from their point and it's just like yeah like that conversation between uh elendil and muriel and like the hold of that ship that was just so weird. I we're gonna use the word weird over and over again in this, but I mean it's weird. It it's a weird episode. This I just feel off right now after watching mm -hmm. it. The dialogue just feels very off off kilter and kind of forced. Just uh, uh my, some things are hard. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Her asking him five times, like, what do you see? There were, like I said, too many little idiosyncrasies. Like, it starts off with Gandalf, like, tripping and falling and dropping his apple. Then he comes around the rock, and it's, like, 50 feet down the hill with a bunch of, like, detrital matter between him and, it. like, it would not roll that far. It was just like, <laughs> what? And so I'm over here thinking about, like, the physics of his apple rolling down the hill and how it got so far away from him in such a short amount of time with all this stuff in between it. And it's like, it's not the point at all. It's, like, just poor execution. I feel like this could have been a better show. It could have. They were yeah. so close. Yeah, I, and it's not like garbage or anything. I wouldn't. I mean, it's fine. It just feels too. It's too polished forced. and forced. And I know people say this stuff like this all the time, but it's 
trying too hard. Like it's trying too hard. Trying way too hard. I can't in in and it's too slow. It's way too slow. I mean, in in nine hours in the Peter Jackson movies, we covered three books. It was impactful, emotional, awesome. And we have eight hours here and maybe a little bit more of just not sticking hardly any of these landings. Like I just Yeah, I feel a third of the connection that I had towards the characters in Lord of the Rings. And like so another weird line when Elrond sees Galadriel ride into Eregion. He's like, how is it you are here? And she was like, how is it you are here? It's like, um, I stayed and didn't cross over to Elf Heaven. So it's like perfectly reasonable that I'm here. Like, what? Like You, however, were sent away on a ship with the other elves. One that didn't have an evacuation dinghy, by the way. And how are you here? Like, what? I don't know. It's just, like I said, the things kept happening. They kept distracting me from what was actually happening in the show because I was like, that's silly. I'm trying to think if there's anything I really enjoyed about this episode other than like the big establishing shots. Like the sweeping vistas. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Obviously, things look amazing. They've never stopped looking amazing. The music is really good. It's never stopped being good. Aesthetically, it's a winner. Yeah. But it's just like stumbling its way to wherever it was going and then i feel like the showrunners just while they were making the show were like oh shit we better start making some rings we better get on this like now uh, we have we forgot we had eight episodes to do this so let's get it all in there yeah the pacing was very weird and it's funny because if you think about it um like i said i'm not super brushed up on second age lore but i'm pretty sure gandalf is not in the second age at all and like i've said so many times over the course of us recording episodes for these for this show i'm not super married to the lore it's whatever just make it make me a good show sure you know but you really can lift the harfoot stuff out of all of this yeah all of it you could lift it all out it doesn't matter it's not connected to anything else that's going on right now so like, it changed zero at least in my opinion it's not maybe someone shoot me an email tell me how it's connected i don't see it i don't see how any of that is it's like it feels like a completely different show yeah and it's just it felt like it was crammed into this show can you imagine how cool and fleshed out this show would be if we had eight episodes and it was just galadriel elrond durin bronwyn theo arandir the stuff in numenor the stuff and not saying that i don't like the harfoot stuff but why is it in here right why why is it here like i don't understand why we don't have enough time for you guys to have meaningless characters and it's like like, and then at the end, their decision, her parents are like behind her traveling off with this strange magical person who attracts like the yep. most powerful magical, like See evil things they've ever seen. Goodbye. You'll be fine. Yeah, And they're like, he needs you. Like, no, he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> not in any way. Like maybe if he come on to like make food and make owl sounds, sure. You'll come in handy. Well, no. Remember what he said? He said that. A journey is for one person, but an adventure, <laughs> now that, now that, I need some... some Super so. subtle, please come with. <laughs> um, and then, like, Sadduck dies, and they watch the fastest sunrise I've ever seen anywhere. That planet must be tiny. And then no one, everyone's just like... like 
Like nobody really seemed to care that Sadik died. He was just like, yeah. I'm, "I'm dying. I'm just gonna sit here and watch the sunset." And they were like, "Totally." Okay. Yeah. Like, they've got a wizard near them. Didn't even ask if I he know. could help. Like, yeah. It was... I know. I literally have written down like, "You just saw this guy perform wild and crazy magic. You're not gonna ask him like, do you also have any healing?" Yeah. Magic? I mean, like, even if he said no, at least ask. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they cut the scene off before he fully dies and falls unsumer- unceremoniously off of the rock though you know because they're not even supporting him and he just closes his eyes it's like he's gonna fall backwards off that rock nah that's gonna be the power of love will support him <laughs> the power of love. Uh, certainly not the power of wizards because oh, they're not man. even asking i try so i i don't want to have a really cynical podcast but this show is making it so hard for me you know i'm, <laughs> I'm trying to squeeze this stone for a little bit of positive blood but Oh man, <laughs> it's so difficult. <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, yeah. uh, okay, I want to make sure, or I want to get your knowledge in my brain here. So Sauron gets them to forge some rings with the plan in mind to make another ring that has control over that one. Maybe he like did something magically to those three or something. Like I, I don't, don't really even get know why. at this point. I don't know at this point. They're so divorced from everything, like all the lore and stuff. But I mean, like I said, this show. I don't care how divorced from the lore this show is. I just want a good show. So with that knowledge that, you know, there, this is, this is like fan fiction at this point, which is fine. I, I don't yeah. say that with any negative connotation. I think it's great. Let's make a ton of Lord of the Rings fan fiction, but just like make this show make sense. Yeah. And even if it did make sense, make it fun. And this isn't fun. Like the Harfoots saying goodbye to each other for like 10 minutes straight. is just, it's so boring. It's just, I don't know, man. I also thought it was funny where she's like, if I turn around, I will never be able to leave. And it's like, that's like a good line for her. But if you think about it from the other people's perspective, like the whole village is standing there waving at her. Like, man, she's not even going to turn around. And like wave. Like, man, she's pretty stoked to peace out of here. <laughs> oh, boy, there's five, five seasons. Plan. Wow. Five seasons. Wow. Well, yeah, at this pace, we're going to need them. At least that's what I read. That could be total BS, but that's what I read. Yeah, that doesn't sound wrong. I'm so sad we didn't get more Durin. Me too. Like, he is obviously the best. Uh, I will say, Kellum Brimbor is a great actor. Yeah. He was, that he, guy kills. He kind of does like a cool, like, I don't really know if he's on, like, what side he's on kind of thing. Like, he seems. A little, he just seems a little sketchy. I don't know what it is about Celebrimbor, but he's just got like a nice, sketchy vibe to him. And the actor that's playing him is doing a good job. I still think the actor that's playing Elrond is doing a good job. Oh, yeah. Um, as you know, as far as like my kind of bigger sweeping thoughts on the show, um, there were a lot of actors that I really enjoyed. Um, Durin, Durin's dad, Disa, all awesome. Honestly, I really wish we had more dwarves. That's. Same. That's something that, yeah, if it had been, just been the dwarves, Numenor, and um, the Southlands stuff, I think we would have had a really cool show on our hands. We would have been able to flesh everything out so much more and really take our time with things. I think as much as I do like the Harfoots, they really kind of just drug this entire show down. You know, there was, it was, if they drug out a mystery of who this guy is for eight episodes, and that's a lot. That's a lot a of lot. not really moving along, not moving the plot forward. It's right, of walking the path. I think I said it in like a TikTok video a while back, but it's just like give the Harfoots their own spinoff show. Let's have a whole show. Like, I mean, Star Wars does it all the time. Totally. Where they do these spinoff shows with, with stuff. 
Let's do a whole Hobbits, Harfoots thing. That'd be really fun. Like the I origins of Gandalf or something. Even if it wasn't tied to the, whatever, I don't care about the lore, but just make something cool like that. I'd watch that. That's cool. But Absolutely. then you throw it in with this. It's not connected to anything and it's dragging everything down with a mystery that doesn't get solved for eight episodes. Right. Like, come on. Like, what is that? <laughs> and then is like kind of just opens more questions by being like, well, what is their even purpose? Like we have no idea why they need to be in the show. What are they accomplishing when they get to this strange land? What does the stars have to do with anything? Like, well, we finally find out at the very end. Well, I don't really. I mean, the star is like not so much, I guess. But. It's just like I guess it denotes the place that they need to be to discover something they need to find out for whatever reason. Like I don't. Who are these three M and M's? I don't know. It's weird. Though you were right again, and that that one was not Sauron. But why did they think it was Sauron in the first place? Yeah, because like, they fell from the like sky. A- pretty big mistake yeah and like sauron has these three very powerful like wizard helpers who he doesn't like reach out to at some point to be like hey guys make sure you don't mistake someone else for me and end up getting yourselves destroyed because i'm gonna need all the allies i can get it's just i don't know i hope that in season two we get to see more of the astari like if you're gonna give us gandalf like let's see sauron or radagast and the two blue wizards and stuff let's go all the way like lean into it let's, let's see everybody totally do you know if they have the rights for that i don't know i don't know what they have the rights to um for the for more seasons i don't know if they only had appendices for this season and maybe they'll get the silmarillion along the way but then that would make all of this not really work so i don't really know um i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do yeah when uh, the rings are made Another another little nitpick that just pulled me out of the story. The rings are made and they like pour out the little like three sheets of uh, metal that are going to be turned into the rings. Like someone immediately picks it up. Like they don't even like tap it kind of to make sure it's not going to sizzle their fingers off. Like that was molten metal like a minute ago. Okay. <laughs> I like the forging scenes actually. Yeah, now that I'm thinking of stuff that I did enjoy about the episode, the, the forging montage was cool. The way that yeah. there was like poured into that big vat and then Elrond dropped the mithril in. And then they all, uh, all that liquid, like molten metal is being trailed yeah, around really and stuff. Cool. That looked really good. Hey, uh, Galadriel, you know that dagger that is the last remaining memento of your brother that you consider to be like more special than literally every other object? We're going to need that. It. We have no <laughs> silver and gold from Valinor anywhere in this building of full of elves. Like the king left all of his. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I thought that was going to be Galadriel's um, and it was silly because they need to get on making these rings you know but right. I thought oh is Galadriel going to have to go back to Valinor now that'd be kind of cool but obviously we, we're on a time crunch here um, so it made sense when it was her dagger obviously but I was so pissed off for a second because I thought that's what they were going to do and I was like oh my gosh we don't need another side quest oh I was excited about it I want to see Valinor like what are they How are, I mean because they've nailed how every city looks so well in yeah. this show it'd be really cool to see what they did with Valinor but obviously that's not we don't have time for that no more no more sailing I mean Gladriel could probably swim there in a day it'd be no problem (laughs) (laughs) okay so one of my favorite parts of this episode was Kellum Brimbor talking to the king about who I'm not really super sold on the king but I really like Kellum Brimbor it's just it's just Kella Brimbor not Kellum Brimbor oh really I thought there was an M in there no Oh man, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. <laughs> That's cool. Are we sure? On Doesn't that? matter. Kellebrimbor, <laughs> really? Yeah. Kellebrimbor. Oh, okay. Whoops. Oh, there's an M later in the word. Okay. Kellebrimbor. So Kellebrimbor is talking to the king, and he's like, the cusp of crafting a new kind of power, not of strength, but of spirit, not of the flesh, but over flesh. 
This yeah. is the power of the unseen world. It was like clearly not his words. Yeah. And Galadriel's like, mm. <laughs> yeah, her face right there. Like, wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> that sounded really evil. <laughs> Can I also say the king waking up like, I know what you have been doing in the dark of night when you thought all eyes were asleep. Like oddly poetic and super creepy for someone coming out of sleep. Yeah. In that Numenor? was really yeah yeah no when the yeah when the king is talking to um Elendil's daughter yeah I don't really have very many predictions for the next season just because I feel like anything could happen I mean <laughs> they just drop stuff sometimes like I don't know what they're gonna add I don't know what they're gonna take out I don't know what they're gonna keep I don't I don't know I don't know I'm like yeah. strangely like I know that I've been kind of ragging on this show for this whole episode but I've gonna watch the second season like i gotta find yeah i gotta find out what happens i'm even looking forward to it it's like yeah this is not i mean i've watched quite a few tv shows this is not the worst television show i've ever watched it just just feels you love you know yeah i mean but it's just it just feels like like too much and not enough it feels very very wide but not very deep yeah and it's just it's it feels like a waste not a waste it feels like a lost opportunity it feels like with all the resources that the showrunners had, we could have just got a more cohesive, more consistent. Cohesive is the real word there. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely don't feel like I wasted my time watching this and I don't feel like people shouldn't watch it. Um, I think there's a lot of value in this show from a purely like entertainment perspective. Like if you go into it with the knowledge that first of all, it's not the Silmarillion. We, I can't stress that enough. If, if I, I know that we're on the final episode with this, they're all spoil spoilers and nobody that's not watched this show is like listening to this episode, obviously, but just going forward and, you know, looking back, it's not the Silmarillion. Like we have to remember that and that's fine. It's totally fine. It's not the Silmarillion. It's good, but it, this doesn't feel like Tolkien to me. No. It just doesn't. And that's fine. It's not that big of a deal. It's flirting with it. There's plenty of things that feel like Tolkien. This just doesn't really like it feels like a fantasy show that Amazon made. Yeah, that they put a lot of money into. Yeah, like a decent fantasy show that Amazon made, to be sure. I agree completely. I expect in this next season, if they're going to continue their trend of just kind of I don't know, like moving things forward not fast enough i think i'm the frustration of like what's happening what i think they're just going to kind of milk it the whole time which i'm in it for i'm here but you know i think the next seasons are going to be sauron or anatar or halbrand or whatever you want to call him um like making the other rings um, like having the dwarves make the seven and then making the nine for the men and stuff and making his own and then we're going to you know start seeing things ramp, ramping up to the point where a seal door cuts the ring from Sauron's hand and stuff. They're going to have to keep all right. that stuff. They got to yeah. keep, they're not they going to like, <laughs> they're going to have to keep we that have stuff. a lot of man Kings to be introduced to. Right. Um, I don't, I doubt we're going to have to get to all nine of them. Okay. You know? we, we haven't met one. No, I suppose not. No. Seems like, like all the times that we see humans, they're just kind of like a disorganized village. Haven't quite like industrialized. Yeah, it's really weird that the Southlanders were like, <laughs> like, like, oh, is, who's this guy? And then they were like, oh, this is this is the king. And then they were all just immediately totally fine with that. Yeah, you know, 
they were like, cool. Hey, what's up, new king? Welcome in our new king immediately. And there's no no paperwork involved. No. And the second that Galadriel does like 20 minutes worth of research, it's <laughs> obvious that he's not. One scroll later. And then uh, Kellen Brimbor was like, it was only after speaking with the Southlander that I realized the king interrupts. The low man? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. All right, guy. Jeez. <laughs> He's been pretty nice, like racist much. Jeez Louise, man. Did you guys like sail here to save the human? Okay, whatever. Yeah. So everything in this show was Galadriel's fault. (laughs) (laughs) And her uh, ceaseless questing to solve the problem of Sauron. She created the problem. of Sauron. Actually, that's a part of the show that I kind of like it. I kind of like it too. I don't really have as big of a problem with Galadriel as I, I seem to see a lot of the rhetoric online. Uh, people kind of hate Galadriel. But I don't know. I think she's a pretty... They wrote her as a pretty interesting character, actually. Yeah, she's a little one-sided. She's not very dynamic. Well, yeah, I guess like like dynamic, maybe not, but um, there's some really deep irony here, and so there's a lot for her to deal with, like, on oh, a yeah. personal, like, internal level. Um, there's I can see a lot of room for growth over the next you know, a few seasons that are coming out. I think Galadriel has a lot of potential to be a really excellent character. I don't really see why people hate her so much. I mean, she makes dumb decisions, but that's kind of part of what makes cool characters sometimes is watching them fail over and over again, but kind of like up, uphill, you know? Yeah, that's, but she doesn't really fail. She like makes dumb decisions that succeed. I think they're like not trying to make her... I don't really see a growth arc. Like I get where they're coming from. And I get where you're coming from, too. I don't dislike her, but I don't think they're starting at a poise point of like, this person needs to learn these lessons. And thus, this is the quest of learning them. It's like, I don't know, every time she makes a decision that you're like, mm, that's questionable. It like works out. She's right. Yeah, like the show needs to happen. Yeah. It's just thing. like, I, yeah. I don't really feel her growth because she hasn't been wrong ever. And she always is just like, oh, well, she's been wrong. No. Cause there, and there have been consequences to her being wrong. You know, well, I mean, I guess she was like wrong about the whole Halbrand thing. <laughs> yeah. If I could, rec- not that anyone not having watched the show will listen to this episode, but if they were to, I would give them the advice of watch it with a friend because it'll be so much more fun to like make fun of the little idiosyncrasies. And I think you'll enjoy it more because it does drag a few times. Yeah. I mean, this show is nothing if not fun at parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also really boring sometimes. Like, I found myself checking my phone now and then and just kind of i don't know it's like window window shopping on amazon sometimes just which is ironic because i'm watching an amazon show maybe that's what they were trying to do that was tricky like we're gonna bore them and get people to go shopping and (laughs) pretty much have a monopoly on the shopping ah we found you out that was tricky (laughs) you're part of something bigger now the whole like sending Eleanor off with Gandalf on this quest. It was like, that seems like a full 180 from the you're a Harfoot, a wee little Harfoot who just needs to stay on the trail. Like, I don't know. There were just so many little things that they were. Yeah, but that's the whole point. Like, yeah, but they shouldn't be supporting her. And like, I don't know, it just didn't seem like a, I guess it's totally against like their character and their whole mantra this entire show of like, yeah. we never go off trail. We're just little Harfoots. We survive by being together, even though if you fall behind, we will leave you. well and it's funny too because her mom was like i'm going with you because it's so dangerous and then this time it's like you're going alone because it's yeah you're a part of something bigger now it's like what (laughs) 
<laughs> that was not at any point. And like, did was it the fight that you totally lost and your plan that was terrible, by the way, was immediately thwarted and you had to be saved by that? Was, was that the thing that convinced you that he needs her? Because I got nothing. Like, okay. And their plan was someone's going to make really legit sounding owl sounds. And that's surely going to do. To, to draw all of the evil ones away because they hate owls, I guess. And then we'll go free the guy who's like super creepily, sacrificially tied up to the tree. Like, what sort of plan is that? How did it work? One, why did that one um, cultist disguise themselves as um, Gandalf when they didn't know anybody was around? Yeah. And if they it, did, I don't think it would be in their character to be like worried enough to have to use deception. That is really, yeah, I didn't really think about that until we just started talking about it, but that's really odd. Yeah, it makes like no sense. Like this guy just destroyed a village with like a whisper the episode before. Next thing they'll be like, well, we need to trick the Harfoots because they're pretty well, tough uh, fighters. They didn't even know they were there, did they? I don't At that point when they tied them up? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's weird. And then she's like, Eleanor, uh, or no, Poppy was like, uh, where's the guy with the staff? And Eleanor is like, well, two is better than three. He's like, well, yeah, no, that seems no, like no. something we there, shouldn't we just should go past. definitely figure that <laughs> out right now. That's a plan ruining <laughs> notice right there. Oh my gosh. And why did the owl pull him? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm about done. Um, Let's end with, it was very pretty and so much fun to watch with you, man. Yeah, it was very pretty. There were some really exciting parts. Uh, everybody, if you're listening right now, sorry this episode is kind of a drag, but I mean, that episode was kind of a drag. So <laughs> sometimes you're going to get draggy episodes because uh, I just don't really have that much to say at this point. Like, I mean, I've, I've spent, um, I mean, each of these episodes is half an hour long. So we've spent like a collective four hours talking about this show and I'm just mm-hmm. kind of out of stuff to say about it. It's just, it's not my favorite show I've ever watched. Um, I think it's fine. I think that it's a it's a good addition to the um you know film adaptations of lord of the rings content i think it's fine um i yeah. i wish it had been a better show that would have been right. really cool but i didn't make it i don't it have any power over that so it i think it it could have been in a lot of respects yeah but i think before the next season comes out i'll probably watch it again just because i i want those feely feels the feel feels yeah. in, my, in my feelies because it definitely hit that pretty hard sometimes they do a pretty good job recapping at the beginning of each episode. I'll probably go through and watch all the recaps. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. But yeah, they, uh, they, you know, if they hand us a filet mignon, then you get filet content, but we were handed a casserole and eh, we're hey, yeah. we casserole content, but I have not lost hope on this show. I haven't lost hope on the series. Um, We still have quite a few seasons ahead of us and we're going to be watching this for years to come. And Maybe they'll just like listen to some of the critique on it and just try to make a better second season. I've seen it done with with shows before, and even if the second season is the exact same quality as this one, I'll still watch it all the way through. Just totally, I'd way rather have them try and not quite hit the mark than just not do anything at all. It's such a weird thing because like you like obviously you can see the care and love and effort that went into this show. Like if I was talking to one of the showrunners right now, that's what I would tell them. I'd say, "Wow, obviously you gave a shit," you know. But I think that maybe. You know, and like I said in previous episodes, I don't know how Hollywood works. I don't know how it, so much goes into making a show like this. Obviously, I think it was probably a consequence of having of of everybody needing to 
to put in, put in and everybody needing to be at the helm and yep. it needing to be like this big team effort with, you know, multiple writers and stuff. And if that's the case, which happens with a lot of movies and a lot of shows that to their detriment, you know, um, that sucks. Too and, many minds in play. You nailed it in a previous episode when you said it feels like it was made by a committee. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I really enjoyed watching it specifically with you. So if, uh, if I have any bit of advice for anyone watching the show is like, watch it with a friend because it's yeah. a worst case scenario. You're going to get awesome visuals and can complain and it'll be fun or binge it. Watch it all in like two days. I yeah. think that that might be, that might be the move. This should be a show well served with a binge. Yeah. You should watch this all the way through. Um, obviously again, <laughs> you haven't cause you're on this episode with us, right. but anyway, uh, that's going to do it for me today. Um, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode, uh, for our discussion and thoughts on not only the last episode of rings of power season one, but kind of the season as a whole. Gandalf said it best, you know, one person is whatever, but two people is an adventure. And uh, so having you all listen and join us has made it an adventure. Thank you. That was beautiful, Chad. Thank you. (laughs) Everybody, hope you have an awesome rest of your day. And of course, happy reading. Bye, everybody.